I know, I know. Y'all, y'all like what this man said. We was gonna have consistent episodes. Look, I'm back with it. Look, all right, I'm back with one, and I got the man that helped us get over a K plays, Chris himself. Yes, sir. Got my guy in here with me. Um, you know how we start off every show. We got to talk about it. The um, suicide prevention, the hotline number. If you need anybody to talk to, reach out to. They'll, they're just a chat or call away. You know, eight one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Never forget it. You know, you can hit me up. Talk to somebody. We got. We here for you. So, being with that said, the last time we talked, Chris, we talked about. The playoffs and the championships and everything else. And I don't refresh my memory. Did you have the Lakers winning? I'm, I'm, I'm confused. I said I had said either the Lakers or the Bucks. That was my pick. That's correct. But when the finals happened and I seen that Lakers and Miami matchup, it's just like it was over. Like it was, um, it was over off rip. Miami never had a chance. Yeah, it's just that matchup was just too much. Even if like Miami as a collective, they could. Try and get a game or two, but yeah, the end result was quick, especially after game one. Like that—that that is my belief as well. So, being with that said, Lakers are champs. LeBron, another one, and all. We got the new season coming up, so that means you got some predictions to do. So I'm gonna go down all this right. list, and you're gonna all give right. me just give me a name for every category, all right? Every category or what specifically? Oh, the ones you about to name? Yep. Right, cool, cool, cool. So first off, we got MVP prediction. Okay. MVP. Bobby Luka. Oh. <laughs> Dang. That's crazy because I was going to say the same thing. That was my pick as well. All right. So we got Luka. Rookie of the year. Because I got it's either o, okay, my fact is not tough. It's either Obi or Anthony Edwards. Okay, okay. I, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually go with Obi. I'm actually go with Obi. I feel like he can, you know, really do some stuff out there in New York. So next, we got Defensive Player of the Year. Another one we agreeing on. All right. AD. The next one we got is six man of the year. Six man of the year. That's another award that's just like a, a gimme award. I really don't know. Because um, they just gave it to Montez Harold this past season. And I thought Dennis Shorter deserved it. So, I don't know. I'm going to have to see how it plays out. Because the main six men of the year, the main six men right now, They'd be quiet besides Dennis Schroeder and Trez and Lou Will, so I'd rather just see how the season plays out. Give an option for that right now. All right, because I've been actually I've been seeing a lot of Danilo Gallinari for some reason. Gallinari was just started, so yeah, exactly. So that, but for some reason, I see a lot of people saying Gallo. He's gonna start in Atlanta too, so it's like you know. Yeah. 
All right, so we got most improved player. MIP. Um, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, most improved. I'm gonna throw out Shea Gilgis. I feel like who do you think? Who do you think? I, I'm gonna go Shea Gilgis. I'm gonna go on record. I'm gonna say Shea Gilgis Alexander. He's gonna have the most improved player of the year award. Second year too, so maybe the third year he gonna break out. Yeah, that's but how I'm feeling. Food, I feel gonna go to somebody that is probably gonna reach the playoffs. So I think about <laughs> all the options here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you think John Wall? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, most improved. We can we can throw John Wall in that pool. He ain't, he ain't really he ain't uh, playing a minute. We got who else would be well other than Shea? Is that's actually a good question. Who would be running out for that? I just saw I just saw Bi get it. It got to be somebody that came from the bench or something and is a starter now, or like somebody that was starting and they grew in every aspect of their game. Is it possible for Jamal Murray to get that? Since he did go off in the playoffs, but you know he was That's quiet. a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Because he's been having mediocre seasons, so this playoff that just occurred is probably the best of his ability to show, like, yo, watch out for me type shit. You know me? So, I do th- Yeah, probably... Yeah, probably Murray. Probably Murray. Okay, Murray, and I about to say another one is also we got Jalen Brown and Bam Adebayo that people are actually talking about as well. So, you know, I mean, we'll I want to say Bam, he was just an all-star. Yeah. Jalen Brown, for sure, could. He could. He could. Okay, okay. So now we got leading scorer, the scoring champ. Scoring that. champ, probably Harden again. Hey. Depending, on, depending on how this transpires, because Actually, I'm actually gonna go with Dame Lillard on that one. I feel like he, yeah, I can go with Dame. He just he just nearly averaged thirty, or even Brad Bill because he's better than a call thirty himself. That's true. That's true. Okay, okay. And coach, coach of the year. Coach of the year. Coach of the year goes to the coach of the Hawks. They're gonna go to the playoffs. Oh, the Hawks is going to the playoffs. Absolutely, they're going, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, so we got all of those. Now we're going to go up a little bit. Who's going to meet in the finals and who you got winning? back for it, you think? And they didn't get, yeah, they didn't get anything either, so yeah. it's just like, you know, yeah, you got Ibaka, but what does this mean? You know what I mean? Like, I, you still I, have I no agree. guard. 
that's true. They got Pat Bev running that. So you still see. You lost a shooter too. But they brought back Reggie Jackson, didn't they? For help. They still got Reggie, but I don't. I, Reggie sold out to me. Like he's done here too. So really? I'm not really sold on the Clippers right now. So I have him losing in the second round in that conference finals matchup. I have the Lakers being there automatically, but I have either the State or Dallas going there. I actually it's, believe it's, it's, that they will. Dallas that faced them, I feel like that would be like a game six series with Lakers winning, and the same thing for the state. Okay. okay. On the East, um, I have the Nets going all the way, all the way, and I have my matchup being the Nets and Lakers, and that that outcome is a TBD. I don't know. Okay, oh, I'm gonna come back to that because I actually got a question for you. But I'm, I'm gonna come back to that after these last two. So, the last two questions would be the most well for the, for the right now, the most surprising team coming up this year. Who you think that would be? The most surprising Atlanta. 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 Well, yeah, you said they'll make the book. You said they'll make the all. Oh, so, we'll see about that Atlanta one. Atlanta and Phoenix. Atlanta and Phoenix. Phoenix is not Chris Paul, and that was the wrong thing to do for. The league to give Devin Booker uh, a, a great point, point guard. Not as good, <laughs> but a great point guard to run with him. It's, it's, it's up from now. It's okay. up from now for him. All right. And then now, your most disappointing team. I'm going with the Bucks Again. Why so? Because we just... I feel like people... I would say... Because it's going to be Brooklyn's first season together playing and all. It ain't that much different with the Bucks. Still got almost around the same core, but it ain't going to take too long for them to really, you know, mesh to me. And Giannis just, okay. he's won back-to-back MVP. He has okay. to go and get that Like, I'm not saying he has to win a ring, but you got to make the finals. You can't you can't lose in five to Miami this past time in the bubble after you just um, lost four straight to Toronto. They're going to I'm saying that. Yeah, I'm talking about media-wise. Yeah, yeah. I believe he has to leave too, but I'm talking about media-wise and the way he's built up and the expectations that he have. He has to go at least. He has to make it at least. If you're not making it, like, come on now. So that's going to be he's real not, disappointing not to make like, it. Like, even if he's great himself, feel me? And he got some help this season, but I still don't think it's going to be enough for him to, to go to the trip. I don't think so, because... Now, you can't tell me that the East is whack. You, you no. just can't. No. Like, because they have a lot of hitters. And especially since Durant and Kyrie Irving are fully healthy with a built-up team that's right for them. Not only just the Nets, you still got Miami. The same team that just hit the finals, they ain't changed nobody. They only lost Derrick Jones Jr. So... It's like, you know, really what was he really a huge asset that they lost? Not really. Nah. He's just greatly athletic. He you would like to see him in a highlight reel. That's but true. they they really lose anybody important. Besides them, you got Boston. Boston came back and added veterans. They got Tristan Thompson. And I don't know why nobody sold on that uh move. They got a veteran guy who is a board man and is a 
anything. He's not have to depend on him to score. Even though, like, he could probably give you 12 points to 14 on some shit. And then you got Jeff Teague off the bench since they lost Brad Wanamaker to Golden State. So that's a good addition, too. That's a good veteran to add right now. So watch out for Boston, too. Probably Jason Taylor got something to prove after he played the way he played in the conference finals. On the shots that he was attempting and he was not making. So he got something to prove, too. Um, I mean, I, I'm, thinking I, that, I'm thinking that's pretty much it on the East. I, I just, mean, Philly, what? Philly just added Dwight? <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing really talking about you say it like that. <laughs> they just added Dwight. <laughs> yeah, like, I just, like, with Philly, my problem with Philly is I just wish that, I feel that Ben Simmons is really a jump shot away from being the best player in the league. Because he can legit do everything else but that one specific aspect on the offense. Even like he was, he can. He can he can pass the ball to anybody wherever he wants to on the court. He's a great rebounder. He's a great defender. He just cannot shoot. And I, I if he, absolutely if he agree. was able to shoot, then eighteen to seventeen points that he averaged could go right up ten points exponentially. He can average legit a triple double if he wanted to easily, easily. I honestly agree with that. I always said it. If Ben Simmons get a jump shot, that's scary. That's not problems that people want. That's a horrible problem. <laughs> that's that's not... a horrible problem. Okay, all right. So we got all of those, but now we're going to date back to the finals. I ain't forget. You said the Nets and Lakers. So being that you have that, let me let me pose this question. If the Nets win, say they beat them in six or so, no matter how much they win, does Kevin Durant take over that number one spot over LeBron? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. No debate. Um, my reasoning is, the whole point of Durant is, they say that his ring in the state did not count. Which I don't agree because with. Because he, he went to an already amazing, great team, and he made it an overkill. Meaning that him being there, it was undeniably... A fact that they were never going to lose, right? Correct. Some point of it is true that him going there, it really made them undefeatable. Like, you was never going to beat them after he got there. Not like they breezed through the playoffs or anything. Maybe the first year that they, they breezed, but it's not like they were healthy the whole way through. It was just that the way that team country is, the way that offense be scoring, it's just like, it really is easy for them to win. But back to the Durant point of it, it's just like they don't feel that and race count. Regardless if he won finals MVP, back-to-back years, they won with him. So now the whole narrative on Durant is, can you win on a team that is built for you and you led them to victory? Can, can you be the reason that these guys win the championship? Like, you're the focal point of it and, like, you're the leader of the team. Like, do you need a, a great point guard, a top five point guard to win? Or you can really do this with and without Kyrie. Let's say, God forbid, Kyrie get injured and the Reds just lose them. Feel me? Mm-hmm. And also, uh-huh. can you win on a different team without, without all them kind of talent on your team? Feel me? This would be the brilliant thing, at least the most talented team he's ever been on. And he's ever been on. The Brooklyn's team. 
Oh, the state and team, yeah. The state okay. most talented team he's ever been on. So oh, if yeah. he wins on a team with not that much talent, but just a good enough amount of individuals that do their specific job well, can you win with a team like that? And we're just going to have to see. And if, if they win, he has to be the reason they do it. He has to. It can't be on some, you know, he was leaning back so Kyrie could kill. Like, he think tried to do with Russ. But, you know, Russ is a lunatic. He's erratic. Like, he, that, that, was the, that was not the good option. You have to win this championship, and you have to be the reason for it. There has to be no other explanation. Like, if they win, you can't deny his greatness. You have to get over the fact that he went to the state because he did it somewhere else, too. Like, you have to get over that. You really do. So I think those are the narratives there. Now, if the Lakers win, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of narratives come out of nowhere, and it really just defeats every argument that LeBron has to deal with, that AD has to deal with, that Coach Vogel has to deal with. Because me personally, like, example, I don't think that Vogel is a great coach. He got great players to help him. That's how mm-hmm. I see it. I feel I feel as if Frank he's all he's okay coach. Like he did real good in Indiana with Paul George in him. But mm-hmm. honestly, when you got two superstar talent that can just like say, you know what, let's throw away the book and let's just go and get some buckets and play defense. I mean, that's easy. I, I mean you could coach him. I could probably coach him too. Like but, so. but like the narrative about Vogel will change that actually one of the best coaches, he'll, 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 be in the, he'll be in the annals of one of the best coaches in history just off the fact that he went two in a row, right? Yep. Not a lot of coaches went two in a row. Most Some coaches probably win year one, go to a couple playoff appearances, another final probably lose that next final, but eventually win again. But to win two straight after getting this new job and you wasn't even the first option for it, that'll be big. <laughs> Now, regarding AD, AD in his ranking as one of the greatest power forwards in history will rise exponentially, winning two, because it puts him on the same level as Moses Malone. It put him, it put him right under Dirk, put him right under Charles Barkley, or even higher than him, because you know Charles don't have one. So he's probably in the same atmosphere as Karl Malone the second leading scorer in NBA history. And let's say, like, you, can can he be on the same level as Tim Duncan? I don't know. That's too much to think about. Because, you know, Tim, Timmy has five with two league MVPs and three finals MVPs. So it's just like, you know, maybe this could be the start for AD being where his narrative changes where, okay, if I have AD on my team, maybe he can go to the championship. Maybe he can win with him as the best player because he's learned from playing with the best player in the world in bronze. Mm-hmm. And in bronze case, the narrative about him being the GOAT will change. What would change? Where he would, like, undoubtedly be the GOAT if he wins. No. And why you don't think so? I... Do you think, do you think <laughs> the undefeated 
um, record from um, Jordan in the finals is just a bit too much that his dominance in a whole decade was too great. How there were other great stars in his era, but he didn't allow them to win anything. You think that's it? Because if that's the case, I think feel that way too if you're going to deny that. Because, you know, I feel when it comes to greatness, if I'm the best in the world at what I do and there are other great players before me and I win, I want to have that feeling every single time. I don't want anybody else to win. I really don't. Uh-huh. Like, why should I sully my career just so I can think of, you know, damn, like, what if he just won this game? What if he just won this series? Where Jordan never had to think about any of that. He really just didn't allow anybody else to win. Granted, the first couple of years of his, his career, he was losing. But he was losing to powerhouses, man. Yeah, he, like, wasn't, he wasn't losing to just anybody. He was losing to them Pistons, to that Celtics with four Hall of Famers. Yeah, like, that, that, that's, kind of, <laughs> that's, that's a bit much. Like, his main rivals at the time in the playoffs was legit Cleveland. And every time he would pass Cleveland, he got to deal with the Pistons each time. Each time. But... People make it seem like Jordan was losing to the Pistons OD. He fake only lost to them two years in a row. It's not, it's nothing more than that. It's nothing more than that. Yes, IT beat Jordan countless times probably in a regular season. In the playoffs, he only beat him twice. That one time he beat you, he never returned. So, I mean, like, it'd be losses like that, you know? Yeah. Just, how, just like how LeBron defeated Boston, finally, they never returned. And That's he still fact. haven't. That's a fact. They still have it. It only takes one loss on a team to really demoralize them for a very, very long time. So I feel it can go either way. It can go either way as well. So why do you think that my reasoning isn't you know correct? No, no, nah, nah, your reasoning is correct. My thing is, I don't think it. I think it helps, but there, I don't. There would never be a clear goat to me. I don't have NJ as my goat. I said that in the chat the other day too. Like, MJ's not my goat to me. MJ, if, like I'm putting MJ third on my list with two people in front of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, so and it's not even just about his championships and and all. It's just how I view it. So the goat. That's what I'm saying. When you say if he win, then he'll undoubtedly be the goat. That's what I'm saying no to. Not that he can't be, but that's what I'm saying no to. It's not like an undoubtedly thing. But I wouldn't be. I, I'm not gonna. I was a Kobe stand at a point where it was like, yeah, I don't, nothing Braun could do, blah, blah, blah. But as of course, as I grew up, I, I'm i more appreciative of the game and all. So right. it, um, looking at Braun, I'm I'm like, yeah, he won't undoubtedly be, but he sure as hell got an argument. Because, boy, Jordan went 6-0, and but Jordan never went more than six times. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you go more than six, would would he be 6-1? and 7-1? and one? Like, what would it be type? So even though nobody else won, but still, it, it's a lot of what is to it. There's no undoubtedly to me, but right. you know, but he does have. But that argument will go up crazy if he was to win that against KD and them too. Yeah, Man. yeah. I mean, like, especially it'll be like I gotta make this up. I'm, uh, last time I saw Durant in the finals, he swept me. That's a fact. Swept him off the court. That's so. It's just like you gotta. He probably. It'll be like a personal thing where he he has he has a goal in mind where if we face the Nets, not only do I get I get my my revenge on Durant, but I get to shut the fuck up 
He's a little different. He's a little different with us than us. He thinks a totally different. But speaking of Kyrie, though, his comments like that comment about how that comment about how he finally could look and say, "Wow, that motherfucker could shoot that same shot." I don't even think it was a jab at Braun. I could be wrong. I I'm just like, if he know he can shoot same way. That's what he's a. I think that's what he's alluding to, though, because he's saying, "Look, I took that shot, but I know Kevin Durant could hit that shot too." But right. uh, how many? How much? How certain are we that if Braun took that shot, we're like, "Oh yeah, that's gonna go in." Like you probably know with Kyrie or KD, like that's a better shot. So it's just I think it's one of those. Not even like a jab at him no more. I think that he's over that, and it's just like fake stuff that's just but people I, just brought up. Another thing I do feel is that his comments. Knowing that is gonna affect, um, is gonna affect freaking Braun and everything, and like probably the people that was running with Braun and shit. They you know they're gonna feel something, especially the fans. Because I have a problem with fans that are emotional about Braun instead of the logical ones. Like logical Braun fans to me are the ones that you know they can accept his fault. They can admit when they know that the man has probably, you know, yeah, Braun's doing too much. That was unnecessary. Or, you know, the way he was playing, he probably, you know, didn't take a good amount of shots in the fourth quarter and he was too passive. You know, it'd be little things like that. When you can tell me and admit that Braun is doing that, I can have an ethical conversation with you about him. Mm-hmm. But the ones that I have a problem with are the ones that never feel that he does anything wrong. And they justify all his actions annoy me. <laughs> I can't speak to you. Like you don't. You think the man is so perfect? You can't tell me what he does wrong. I'll probably give you uh, a whole um, example, and you'll deny it. Like, come on, bro. 
you're a fan, but let's be real. He has his faults too. Like, example, some of my faults about Braun, even though I'm not a Braun fan, but I respect him. Mm-hmm. Some of my faults with Braun is he can get real lazy on the defensive side and then complain. I've seen that. That's not being a hater. I'm just telling you my observation observation of what I've seen from him. That, he has the tendency of doing that. People like to throw that word out. Hater. Because you come, because you critique something, you're automatically a hater. Yeah, if you critique <laughs> something about somebody's favorite player, you're a hater. You know? I sometimes get carried away when somebody critiques something about Steph because he's my favorite player, but I know I, can, I have to catch myself because it'll always be that deep. They're just saying <laughs> what they observe about Steph and I have to understand that. Like, that's okay. But the same thing for Braun... It's like, there's no excuse, because you have to, this is just the case of all his actions. Like, it's okay that he's moving like this. But it's not. I don't I don't like that it's like that, you know? Most definitely. But I do feel that if Braun, you know, ends up winning, it'll, it'll, it'll make the conversation about him being the GOAT even that much tougher. And Derek, he really denied it. Four MVPs, five rings, five finals MVPs. Like this is very, this is a very acclimable career. Like, yes, yeah, that's that's really that's some nasty stuff he's 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 doing on for real. So I mean, I, I, of course I agree with that. But another thing I wanted to, I, that KD situation about when he went to Golden State. Let me ask you, how did you feel about when he made that move to Golden State? Okay, so being that I'm a Steph fan, heavily okay. and Clay Thompson. My whole thing was, all right, in 16, we beat them in a conference. They had a chance to close the game out. Three they times. they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And especially when they got at home. I'm thinking, like, we're going to lose this game in game six. That's like, a fact. Yeah, Clay game went four. crazy. Right? And in game seven, I told myself, like, all right, they're going to really win this game seven because you told you may go and stay go back home for game seven. It's over. They're definitely not going to lose now. So after defeating them, I'm like, even if we run it back in the next season, the OKC Thunder is still not going to beat them. Like, if you have the personnel, okay, that's fine. The way Golden State's offense is set up, it's perfect for the flash goals. If you do not have the shooters on their caliber or somebody to, like, really frustrate them defensively, you're really not going to do anything to stop them. Honestly, you're not. That and you true. gotta, people gotta remember, like, they are selfless. They are not selfish individuals, though. Like, they will share with everybody, every single person on the team. So that's really another non-issue for them, feel me, where in OKC's case, it's really a one and two kind of thing with Durant and Russ. They had Deion Waiters. They had Steven Adams, you know. They had, like, they had a nice and little team. They had, too. they had a good team. They definitely had a good team, but it's just like, that only gets him so far. Russell is not a shooter. He's a turnover prone individual, too. Durant is like the main scorer, and he's the most efficient shooter on his team. That's an issue. We can't win. We can't win with that. So when they lost, and the next month or so, we see that Durant has chosen to go to the state. I looked at it like two ways. I'm like, wow, he really went to the team that beat him. Like, that takes a lot of guts to do. Because he, he really doesn't care about the, the, the consequences 
of his actions, like regarding how people are going to view him and his career because he, cause he just took a weak move. He went to the easiest team to win with, basically. And then I looked at it like, well, look at it from his standpoint. If he never went there, where else could he have gone to where he was actually going to win? Like, let's talk about it. Who, who? Because I, I, I think at the time I remember, he had a chance to go back to OKC, Golden State. He had, which a, chance I, to, he had, a, he had a chance to go there, right? Yeah. Um, he had a chance Miami to go. and Washington, I believe. He had a chance to go to Washington. The thing with Washington, and I understand him completely, is he basically said, like, I'm from here. I already played here. Why do I want to come back home? I left home after high school. I went to Texas. Like, I don't want to be home. Yeah. But that was a good enough reason. Miami. Houston. Oh, Houston. Yeah, Houston. okay, yeah, Houston, yeah. Run with James Harden. He didn't want to do that either. Let James Harden run Dodie. That's his team. He, he left there. He left there because they didn't give him the bread that he thought he deserved. Which is and still mind-boggling. And Michael, he didn't even initially leave. They traded him. Yeah, I don't... I, that's still mind-boggling to me, okay, see. They traded him, and they kept Ibaka. <laughs> in a sense to me of course but when he went like when he went my first thought I kid you not was like well they finna score 200 points that was like my first thought like they about to score like a whole bunch of points like it's gonna be real hard to stop them I never can't it never came across as a weak or a snake move to me cause one they lost in the finals Golden State they lost in the finals so that makes the decision a whole lot easier they lost two for me, my being my favorite player was Kobe, and he stayed with the Lakers all twenty years. Everybody different. I want to win. If I'm in the league, I want to win. So I'm gonna give myself. If I have the opportunity to give myself the best option to win, regardless. Okay, you beat me. I'm still gonna. All right, fine, whatever. You beat me. I give it to you. But this is the best option I got. That I, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna get my ring. I'm gonna get my championship. So that's just how I viewed it. I never thought it was a weak move. His rings is his rings count absolutely with me. It, you know, KD's all good in my book. Yeah, 
because I take it back to like Dittmas. If me and you got teams, Chris, and you and you beat me, then the next team come after us and beat you. Chris, you good. I'm good. You got some good play. I'm gonna pick every good player there is to play with to win. I'm not picking the trash players. That's just how I view it. So speaking speaking from a personal standpoint, I don't know. Me, I wouldn't have done that though. I have a serious pride issue. I know myself. Like see, that's what I said. Everybody's different. Great team and whatever. I would have to find complimentary parts and people to run with me. I will not run with the other team. I refuse to do it. Like I won't be satisfied until I get a, uh, until I get a dub. I really won't. Like if I keep losing, I ain't cool. But I'm not leaving this team knowing that I know we can beat y'all. Like. But, that's but at some point, at some point, something got to give. You know, after the finals, when you go, all right, he, I think he got hurt. I think he hurt his foot along the lines of something like that. And then Westwood got he hurt. Foot, um, he hurt his foot the year before. The year before. Yeah, so he hurt his foot that year, but that was with Golden State. So I'm talking about just strictly, okay, see, I think Westwood was hurt one time when he, he didn't play with him. Westwood hurt, and he lost to the Grizzlies in the playoffs. Yeah, and then they lost um, again with Westbrook. They were, I think, it was after a while, after that harder, and then that first final trip, they were just losing. So then you finally get close, and you up three one. You have one win to get to get to the finals, and you couldn't do it. So at that point, you just going through your head like, ain't no way we went through all of that. We got so close, and still didn't, and it still didn't happen. Like that got to be something. It got, it got to be something at this point. You want to just yeah, because they ended up firing the coach too. Yeah, fair enough, because that was just, man, the frustrations with them. They everything. They fired the coach, and he left. Most of the pieces that was there ended up getting traded and or leaving. Like, it was just a whole bunch of moves. And Russ, I think the following year, Russ won MVP that 17. Yeah, he had, that's when he and averaged a trip double. Yeah, he won MVP that next season. Because he felt like he had something to prove to everybody. Like, okay, I, if I'm the problem, I'm going to show y'all. Maybe he wouldn't MVP, but it's not like they're a top five team. They got to the playoffs and lost in the first round. All right, cool. Great shit. But ain't nothing was going to change from that. Yeah, but true. those are my takes on those that finals. And about Russell Westbrook, I, I got to talk about him. Talk about Russell. Let's go. My thing with Russ, man, is the, I, I, I just feel that his game grew individually for himself. But that kind of game, you cannot win with at all. There's no slight against him, but you legit cannot win with him. He's not a great shooter. I think that's the one thing. That's the most essential part of being a point guard, and especially being a point guard in today's game. If you cannot shoot, you're really obsolete. We're not worried about you. I've just seen it in the in the semifinals with Houston. Yeah, that's, that's Houston, sagging off was crazy. And triple team James Harden majority of the series, which was a smart thing to do. You take away the best player and all his game, he's gonna have to fall back from somebody else to try and do something, right? Yep. With Russ, they allowed Russ to be wide open and shoot, and he wasn't making anything, nothing. And it's not like Russ is going to go down in the paint with all them trees there. What is he going to do? He's not going to dunk on anybody. I've lost a little bit of his athleticism. 
he's still erratic. He's still fast on the on fast on the court, but it's just like, what else is there to do for you now, man? Like now you're in Washington, and I feel they line Brad Bill because I don't think Brad Bill could run with a player like this. That's super interesting to see how Bradley Bill plays with that because he just came off from averaging really thirty. So yeah, he had a great year. He for me, he had the best year that's underappreciated. Like nobody was really you know excited or speaking about his lengthy just because the Washington Wizards didn't reach the playoffs. Which is not fair to him. It ain't fair to him because he didn't make any all NBA teams. He didn't make All-Star, but he averaged over 30 points. And that's just a huge slight. I feel he deserves two of the two accolades here. He should have he been an All-Star. Mm-hmm. He should have been on the All-NBA team. Like, this is crazy. Let me see. So Just breaking in. Hold on. I'm sorry. But just breaking in. Uh-huh. James Harden has... Bradley said that he's open to a trade with Philly. So stay tuned to see how that turns out. <laughs> wow. Wow. We breaking that shit. I'm dropping this show today. <laughs> that boy interested to go to Philly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So since, since, since we got... Okay, since we got that real quick, who do you yeah. give up if you Philly? If I mean, if you could keep both Joel and Ben Cool. But you can't. I said you had to get rid. You got to get rid of one. So which one we getting rid of? Oh, I don't like it at all either. Because I was just about to say, come like on, Chris, we gotta get rid of Embiid. It's just like, <laughs> if I was Philly, it's just, if Ben has his jump shot right now, I'm automatically sending Embiid away. Is that? Oh yeah, of course. If he doesn't, I know they're gonna do it. I know they're gonna let go of Ben. I know they're gonna let go of that. I wouldn't do that. I, 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 that would. Ooh, man, I wouldn't do that. I would not make that move. Sheesh. They're gonna I, do it. They're gonna keep MB. They're gonna do an uh, MB and Harden thing. I don't know how that's gonna work. That's gonna be very interesting to see. Cause I showed Harden with Quinn Capella. Now you get Harden and MB. That's tough. So. Yeah, that's that's tough. But I feel like you. you the way this league is now, man, you gonna want to have Ben pushing that break, and he, and you know, he kicking it out to the shooters of Harden, and they picked up Curry, didn't they? Like, it, yeah, they got yeah, so it's like they they building around him, and then you got Dwight there to clean up on some boards of anything. That's that's yeah, what he's really he got, good he got, for. He got Dwight as a backup big. This is very interesting here. Exactly. So I would like to see how it plays out by the end of the week. And I think they can get that done. He's upset that he can't go to Brooklyn. Honestly, that was never going to happen. I'm, I get wait. I just looked in the chat, bro. Why? I just realized ESPN put Lonzo Ball at fifty four over Zach. Nah, I don't. I don't 
I'm gonna take ESPN ranking too. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> they just put him at top 54 though. He's number 54. I don't. What? <laughs> Over DeRozan, Montrez, Buddy. Ty, what is going on? <laughs> okay. I'm going I'm to let, let ESPN have that. They have their moments, man. They got their moments. So. Uh, most definitely. Yeah, that's, that's my take on LeBron and KD finals matchup. So I can't wait to see how this season turns out. You know, everybody that was injured last year or wasn't available during COVID is definitely here at the start of the season. So we're going to have to see. We're going to have to see how this goes. Sadly, there's no all-star. We're going to have to deal with that too. But hey, man, I'm, I'm glad that we got basketball back. So, yeah, I'm Absolutely. Excited. So, with that wrap-up, we got your predictions and all. Uh, I ain't going to forget them about them. We'll make sure everybody in that chat know. But speaking of the chat, you got any words for the boys in the chat, man? Talk any anything. Words for the boys in the chat? Um, I'm talking about from the people that don't know ball. How y'all say? <laughs> yeah, let's start with them. Go ahead. <laughs> Okay. I, can, I can defer between the ones that I know for sure is actually knowledgeable and the ones that are speaking from deep emotion and just instinctive and just assume the things that are incorrect. So I will no longer indulge in conversation with them. I'm going to do my job. I'm supposed to be there in the group as a missionary and everything. As far as the ones that know basketball and are still continuously learning every day, by themselves or learning from other people continue what you're doing as far as the hoopers of the group that I miss so much because COVID has allowed us to not hoop in a very long time I hope most of y'all are still hooping and still striving to be great because I know I am I'm still working like I haven't been to a gym in probably a good a week or two but I got a backyard with a hoop I've been putting up shots still I'm, I'm still gooch, man. I'm still here for this pro overseas kind of time, and I'm still here. That is that drive will never stop until, God forbid, I get an injury that will impale me where I can't do this anymore. And even then, I'm still doing something basketball related with the podcast and everything. So everything is up in here. Just keep doing what y'all doing. And if you're giving up, always have faith in yourself. And that goes for anybody listening, doing what y'all got to do. Keep doing it. Don't stop for nothing. Don't stop for nobody. No negative remarks. Like, because who's going to stop you with you? Exactly. So that's all I got to say. All right, then, Chris. I appreciate you, bro, for that little motivation, little motivational speech that you gave us just now, man. I appreciate you coming on, giving your takes. It's always, it's always cool to be rocking with you, bro. You've been rocking me since I was young, man. I appreciate you. Man, yeah, shout out to Chris. Shout out to his new podcast that he a part of, too. That four-quarter stuff I seen last night. Oh, Make man. sure y'all be in tune and check it out. Make sure y'all in tune and y'all check it out. Facebook, Chris Felix. So make sure y'all get in tune, man. That's a wrap-up for with us. This is Shaggy and Stuff Podcast. I appreciate y'all.